Hi to all of my beautiful light artists joining us today. We are talking about something super duper yummy today, which is how light artistry can change the world, can heal us and save us from ourselves basically. So please make yourself comfortable. I would like to offer you this tropical fruits smoothie in a lovely glass. This is yellow, really great for the solar plexus, allowing us to tap more into our personal power, our right to choose and feeling connected to our innate value, our innate worth and standing in our sovereignty in this world, which is what a light artist will do. And if you're not familiar with this term, I like to describe it as one who breathes life into creative ideas that have the power to heal, awaken and relight other people. So it's all of the soul painters, tarot readers, content creators, jewelry makers, you know, these people that are creating things, synthesizing new ideas mobilizing these ideas and then making things for other people to enjoy and what i've really been contemplating lately and also please let me know in the comments where you're tuning in from and what is it what kind of art do you make what kind of creative are you you could be an inventor you could be a dancer you could be a singer you could be a content creator you could just be someone that loves drawing and that's enough art for you but what is your light artistry? Because it goes and spans very far and very wide. But the reason, hang on, just soaking in, soaking in this moment. Mm. Soaking in the sun, soaking in this, soaking in you being here as well. And the reason that I want us to talk about this today is because I've been thinking a lot lately about the significance and the importance of art and of beauty in the world. It's like the language, the language that speaks to all of us, the language that speaks to all of our hearts. I want you to just for a second imagine what life would be like if you didn't have any music, you couldn't listen to music. You weren't surrounded by beautiful things. We didn't have nature. You can't see color. You can't really hear the sounds of nature. You can't hear your favorite album. Where you can't admire a painting because paintings don't exist. I want you to imagine a reality where the world is devoid of art and is devoid of beautiful things. And I want you to reflect on how much that would create a void in your life. How empty that would make you feel inside. How much pleasure you would not even be able to connect to anymore. Because I really truly believe that a world without art, a world without creativity, a world without beauty is dead and boring. 
and this era that we are ushering into, the golden age, is where we are going to start valuing creativity more than we ever have done before. And we're going to start valuing beauty, beautiful things, beautiful visuals, beautiful sounds. And we're also going to be valuing high frequency products and services in a way that we never have compensated them before. Because right now, I know that in the collective, there's still some resistance to purchasing things like ebooks, paying for a podcast, paying for a book, paying for an online course that is about inner work or energy healing or transformation, paying for a music album. I want you to just evaluate in your life if you have resistance to compensating things like that because I know that I still do as well. It's something that I'm learning to shift. Like a lot of times we expect things to be free. We expect beautiful things to be free. We expect creativity to be free. And do you know why this is? I've been reflecting on this a lot. It's because we have overvalued the masculine aspect for so long. And I'm not just talking about male and female. I'm not talking about gender here. I'm talking about the masculine principle on our planet, which is to do with logic, seeing instant results from something, getting things done quickly, having things be productive, always having an end goal, end result in mind. In contrast to the feminine principle, which is about the creative world, softness, ease, grace, pleasure, sensuality, beauty. And we've gotten so embedded within the masculine principle in our collective that we just aren't valuing and seeing the inherent value in things that are of the feminine, of creativity, things that have been imbued with love. Because thing is, let's compare having someone come over and fix your washing machine versus buying a three-day masterclass, okay? That's about self-love. People are more willing to, actually no, that's, that's I'll, I'll change that example. Let's say you want someone to come by and upgrade your shed in your garden. Sometimes people are more willing to invest in something that they know they're gonna see an instant result from. Like, you know, if you get someone round to come and upgrade your shed, you're going to see an instant result. They're gonna put shelves all in your shed so you can put your tools there. You can see the result instantly. You know exactly what you're getting. It's gonna be done quickly. And it's about being productive, getting something productive done and having a tangible physical product at the end to show for it immediately versus something that the masterclass is not, it's not tangible. It's a creation born out of the feminine principle, but it's not tangible. You can't touch it and you might not be able to really feel and see those results because they are energetic results. They are energetic and emotional results that you will yield from doing that masterclass immersion. Excuse me. And so we see how in our society, we have been overvaluing 
productivity and logic and just having this end result that we can see for so long. Like, you can't see the result that an ebook can give you. You can't see the result that a podcast can give you. But it's things like that that could change the direction of your life. You could hear one thing in that podcast that just really activates something within you. It strikes a deep chord within you. That course could ignite something and help you let go of a blockage. But you see that because we can't see it with our eyes right away, because it's something that permeates and touches us on a deeper level, people think that that's not worth compensating. People want to know that when they're buying something, they can see the result right away, which is why a lot of people in the old paradigm are unwilling to invest in themselves energetically and emotionally, like buying an online course. I remember the first time that I did an online course, it was like a group mastermind and I spent £1,000 on it and that was like my first ever like big investment in an inner work course and I was like, holy fuck, like that's a lot of money, I'm scared, I don't know if I'm gonna yield from this, I don't know what this, what's gonna happen. But that creation was what catapulted me way deeper into my awakening and transforming at levels that I can't even put my finger on. I can't, I can't encapsulate it because it, it was such a deep shift that happened inside of me. But also, you know, when it comes to art and we see like content on Instagram, for example, we almost have been conditioned to expect things like that to be free. We've been conditioned to expect that beauty is free. And I've really just been reflecting on this lately because in the new paradigm, we're going to be compensating art in new ways. And I'm not just talking about money, you know, like buying art, seeing the value in art, but I'm also talking about compensating it just energetically, really appreciating it at a deeper level instead of just seeing it as something that's like secondary. Because I think a lot of people place pleasure in their lives as something that is optional, something that isn't like a primary priority in their lives. And when you think about it, that's really sad. Like, I want to ask you right now, are you, are you prioritizing pleasure in your life and taking pleasure in beauty, taking pleasure in surrounding yourself with beautiful things, taking pleasure in being able to deeply appreciate nature or art? Or are you totally disconnected from it? disconnected from it because I feel like where a lot of this emanates from and for all of you light artists and creative entrepreneurs that want to look at me leaning forward leaning in <laughs> we're like on a date I'm like leaning forward but for all of you creative entrepreneurs and artists that really want to see a difference in the world and make your art effective and put your art out there. I want you to look deep inside of yourself and see, am I holding on to this belief that art is not lucrative? That I can't make money doing art? That I can't make money with my spiritual gifts? That I'm going to be a starving artist? And I think that trope and that false archetype is actually very damaging to our collective psyche because it convinces a lot of people that 
they have to go down that more masculine route of getting a job where their results are being productive, where they're contributing to something productively in a company, for example, and churning out results for them in a job, like a corporate job, for example. And I've seen so many people in my life that are, are absolutely brilliant. They have such brilliant ideas. They're very like creative people, but they have been conditioned by that feeling that I can't make money with my art and that my artistic gifts, my creative gifts, my creative flair, my spiritual gifts aren't worth anything. And as we are moving into a whole new paradigm, that does not exist there. Light artists are here to change that paradigm completely and see that actually your art is lucrative. Your creative ideas are invaluable. They're brilliant. They deserve compensation, no matter what form that comes in. Could be financial. And I think it's really important that we reject and discard any indoctrination from the collective that has told us that you can't make a living out of art, you can't make a career out of art, it's gonna be really hard, you have to fight for it, you're gonna have to work really hard, you're gonna have to like compete against other people because you need to make it in the industry, like a lot of people that wanna be musicians or singers believe that they're gonna have to fight really hard to like make it in the industry because only a slim cut get through. I don't subscribe to that kind of thinking. I don't subscribe to that kind of indoctrination that tells me that I can't make money by being a creative person. Because again, if you have that belief, you are completely rejecting the feminine principle inside of yourself. You are rejecting the power that that holds and reinforcing that old paradigm that the masculine principle is worth more. Like I am worth more if I work harder. I am worth more if I work a conventional job. I am worth more if I have a proper, proper career we have to cancel that kind of programming, that there is even such a thing as a proper job. Why can a singer not be a proper job? Why can someone that creates sexual content online, like on OnlyFans, like I was doing, why can that not be considered a proper job? Why can a painter not be considered a proper job? Do you see how we've actually been conditioned to think that all of those things I've just mentioned are not proper jobs because they're feminine principle jobs. They operate out of feminine principles like sexuality, sensuality, creativity. And we've been conditioned to think that that's not proper work. You can't make a living doing that. It's going to be hard. That's weird. Like you're really going to have to work really hard to become a painter, a successful painter. There's so many different things that we've accumulated from the collective psyche that I want you to cut yourself off from. Because it's like a parasite. It's a parasite in your brain that is eating away at your creative potential and making you believe that you can't make it in this world. I invite you to believe that you have already made it. If you are a light artist, if you are creating things for pleasure, for fun, 
to share with other people, you've already made it. So one of my favorite mantras that I've been saying to myself lately is, I've already made it. I've already made it, I already am successful. If I'm living in passion, if I'm living in divine passion and delicious enthusiasm, because I'm creating and being a powerful creatrix in the world, making things, synthesizing things, bringing my ideas to life, whether that be in my YouTube videos and speaking things, transmitting things to you, or it be when I'm channeling tarot, doing a reading, or I'm singing in a ceremony, or I'm dancing, the pleasure that I gain from that, the happiness that that gives me, that's success. That's success. And I really just want to invite you to reorient your idea of what success means to you. Are you basing it on numbers? How much money you have? How many items you own? How hard you work? The status of your job? How productive you are? They are all based in the masculine principle. And there's a purpose for everything. I don't see this as inherently being wrong necessarily, but it's not the whole picture. The new paradigm incorporates the whole picture so that we start to integrate that feminine principle that has been undervalued for so long. This is not a conversation about feminism, by the way. This is talking about the deep core energetics of our universe. Dude, catch up, bro. <laughs> but seriously, like, what is your capacity to feel pleasure from seeing a flower? I love the flower as like one of the main signifiers and symbols and archetypes of the feminine beauty because there isn't really much functional purpose to a flower. Of course, bees like pollinate via flowers as their channel but the reason they look so beautiful there is no reason for that it's beautiful simply because it is we create things simply for the sake of it because we enjoy it because we are moved by it if we are always doing things in the world in order to strive for external results to be productive to get something at the end to work our way towards something we are completely losing the sight of what it means to be living in pleasure. And that is such a beautiful thing, to do things just for fun, to do things just because it makes you happy, to because it brings you joy, because it makes you feel good. That's why we create things. That's why we have the impetus to create, I feel. And this is why it can change the world, because I feel like God planted that seed that desire, that impetus, that impulse to create things because it was necessary for our, for our evolution. Of course, like we innovated things like the wheel, <laughs> things with functional purpose in order to take us to the next level, see what we were capable of, of building things. 
but that seed of creation that's been planted inside of each and every one of us that has the desire to, to bring forth the things that didn't exist before, because that's literally what creativity is, it's bringing forth things that did not exist before, that is so meaningful. It adds so much purpose into our lives. Again, imagine your life without music. You can't listen to music ever again. You can't taste a really exquisite dish again. You just have to eat this slop that has no creativity about it. Imagine you can't listen to your favorite speakers talking and channeling beautiful messages. Imagine a world that is completely devoid of creativity and see that our hearts would rot. Our hearts would totally just rot there and then. And I really feel like this new paradigm is inviting in a deeper, much, much deeper appreciation of the role of art in our lives, the role of beauty in our lives. Like when something is beautiful, it emanates a high frequency. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel delightful. It makes us feel captivated. I'm not just talking about like a beautiful person, but I'm talking about like when you see a flower, when you see a flower, you look at its colors, you see its vibrancy, you enjoy its fragrance. That's magical. There's no purpose to it. There's no reason why it's like that. It just is because it's just being in all of its glory, all of its beauty. And when we see that, it ignites something deep within us because the things that we find beautiful, they are also reflecting back to us that deeper, that deeper beauty inside of ourselves. Like when you are touched by a piece of music that you hear or something really resonates with you in a podcast or a video or a music video, and it strikes something deeper within you it's because it touched your heart. And the word art is in heart. If you didn't know, I just told you. <laughs> so you see that art is always making love with our heart. It's almost like a way to create romance with our lives so that they're not just boring. And not, we're not just walking around like drones of like, what can I do today? How hard can I work today? What can I get done today? Oh, we're sloshing around the smoothie. Sloshing, that's a, I think that's actually a rude word. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you can look it up if you don't know what that is, but uh, just make sure that you close the tabs afterwards, okay? And don't let anyone see. But that's besides the point. We have to really start respecting the role of art. And I think light artistry is so beautiful because it is really, the foundation of it is the realization, the truth, the divine truth that art has the power and capacity to heal people. Like when, you, when artists pour their love and they pour their insights and they pour their wisdom into song lyrics, for example, or into dance, and they allow that to move through them, it also moves us as well. And I think we, we don't value, we don't value enough how, and we don't have a, a way of measuring how something affects us emotionally and the, the difference that that can make in our lives. Like I think about all the different speakers and the videos that I've listened to and the music that I've listened to and the amount of quality 
the amount of quality and love and insight that it's added to my life is just, it's, it's priceless. It's literally priceless. And yet we're walking around thinking that, oh, well, it should be free. It should be free. And I, I have to really check myself because there's still some things where my mind is like, I don't want to pay for that. I don't want to pay for that podcast. Why is it not free? And it's because of that deep wiring into our system that things that don't have a very physical, direct, tangible, immediate result, things that aren't within that, we just can't seem to find the value in them. It's like what's happening with the planet and how we have really disrespected nature so much is because we have forgotten just what it gives us. We've forgotten the joy that it adds into our lives. We've forgotten the quality that it put, that it gives us in our lives and how much shit and how much it improves the quality of our lives. If we start to measure things qualitatively by how much they affect us emotionally, energetically, mentally, how much love and pleasure they're adding into our lives, how deeply they touch us, how much insight and wisdom they offer us. If we start measuring things by that standard, then the world will be revolutionized. And I think the role of light artistry is to really awaken people to the truth of how deeply things can touch us and how deeply we need art. We need art. We need innovation. We need to see new weird shit. Like one of my favorite things to do is watch Grimes, the music artist's music videos and to listen to her music or the artist Aurora. They're both very eccentric, weird, beautiful, captivating, mesmerizing artists. And they have really awakened within me the power of creativity, the power because so many thoughts in my brain right now but there is there is so there is so much that is put into people's creations that I don't think we we realize it like it's kind of like with food if you're eating like a McDonald's burger and you you know that there's not really a very high frequency in that like there wasn't a lot of love put into that hamburger because the cow was living a shit life and the bread is just like made by a machine there is an energetic imbued within that that if you ingest that you put that into your system it's not going to yield very great results it's not going to you're not going to feel great whereas if i put something that's of a higher frequency into my body like fruits fruits that are from nature then i will feel that quality inside of myself i'll feel lighter i feel better and it's the same thing about the content that we're ingesting from the world and what light artistry does because the purpose of it is to imbue creative ideas with a higher consciousness to deliver things with love to deliver things with care to deliver things and infuse them with light so that whoever sees this piece of art that you've made feels deeply touched by it feels lighter because of it or it helps them to ref reflect deeper inside of themselves and transmute their pain i'm going to link below some of my favorite light artists because i know that this is a very i don't feel like anyone's really used this term before so i'm kind of like coining it right now but 
it's a universal thing. It's like another subcategory of what a light worker is. It's someone that makes art, that has the power to inspire other people so deeply. And for example, when I see Grimes or Aurora, those music artists, being their fullest authentic selves and just experimenting with colour, with sound, it's like, it's so yummy to see because when we see people in all of their rawness, because when people make art, like you're pouring your heart into something. Have you ever seen a painting that just like really takes your breath away or a song that just really blows your mind? It's because people are literally putting their whole self and their whole presence usually into their art. And when you infuse something with that, like I'm doing right now in this video, I'm infusing this video and this transmission with presence with as much love as I can, this creates a ripple effect. It touches you at a deeper level because we're accessing that part inside of us that just loves beautiful things, that loves things that perhaps don't seem to have an immediate physical result but they still make us feel warm and fuzzy inside. They still touch us at a deeper level. And also when we see people just being and putting their full authentic selves into creativity, it's like a reminder, a beautiful mirror into the part of us that is not giving ourselves permission to be raw and authentic. Like go and watch your favorite artist, music artist singing and see how vulnerable that is to put yourself out there to be creating, to be singing from the heart, to be showing people your weird as fuck music video. And that gives other people permission that actually I can be my weird self as well. I can express myself just as this artist is doing. And we, I want us to really see the significance of being given permission to express ourselves. There is nothing more freeing and more liberating than knowing we can express ourselves freely for who we are in the world. And that's what art is like a permission slip for people to do. Like people that are otherwise very like withdrawn and shy or in a lot of pain can somehow transmute their pain and channel it into a really beautiful piece of artwork. Like, do we, do we even see the alchemy in that? the alchemy of turning your painful emotions. That's why like, it's, people find it very cathartic to create things when they're feeling down. It's because they're going through that pro process of light artistry, of transmuting their pain into something pleasurable because they're making a poem, they're writing a poem out of it, they're writing a blog post about it, they're making a video about it, they're painting out their feelings, they're making a song out of it, they're reading tarot cards and making something out of it and isn't that amazing isn't it amazing our ability to create things out of thin air with our hands with our minds so many of you are literally sat on so many amazing ideas right now but are you seeing your ideas as valuable or are you discarding them as just like these, uh, uh. I want you to start really seeing the inherent worth and value in creativity and your creative essence.
because when you finally see the value in that, you see how that could help other people. You see how that could ignite a flame within other people. You see how that could touch someone else, even if it's just one person. That is your initiation into seeing how amazing and powerful a light artist you could be in the world. And that's how we can change the world, is realizing that art is that language that just weaves and threads throughout all of our hearts, no matter what time and space. That's so valuable, so valuable. And I made some more notes here. I'm just gonna quickly look over to see if I've missed anything. We expect beauty and we desire beauty, but we don't value it energetically. We expect things to just be beautiful all the time. Like we just expect things to look good. Unconsciously, of course. Like we just want things to look good. But do we really value that? Do we really value the quality and care and time that goes into making something beautiful? Like I'm doing a house sit right now and the lady, the owner of this home is an interior designer. And so the house is really beautiful. It's so nice to be in. I love being surrounded by things that just look really nice. And I really deeply appreciate that. I deeply enjoy that. And I want you to start paying attention to your own capacity to enjoy and deeply appreciate having beautiful things in your life or thinking about all the different things that you've seen or listened to and seen how they've impacted you. Because once you start really seeing, holy shit, like that piece of artwork I saw one time really stuck with me it really inspired me, or that poem that I read, that book I read, really sat with me. It's because you let it into your heart space. And when you start to see how other things impact you so deeply, that's when you can really start seeing your own ability to impact other people as well with your art. Like it all, it all weaves together. One thing I really love is like really well-made pottery. Like when there's a cup and saucer that's just like so cute and beautiful. I just, when I'm drinking out of it, I just feel really, I just feel great. Like it's just, I remember, I remember being in Mexico and I was drinking hot chocolate in this little shop that my friend was showing me. And there was this really beautiful pottery, like ceramic pottery that we were drinking out of. And I remember my friend saying to me like, he held up the glass and he was like, I really love the vibration of this piece of pottery. And I'd never heard someone like put it in that way and use that language to describe like an item. But I was like, you're so right. And ever since then, I've really become way more attuned to how things make me feel because we can literally feel the energetics of everything. You might not consciously recognize it. Sorry, my, my neck hurts a little bit but you might not consciously be able to recognize or put your finger on why something makes you feel good or why you are drawn to a certain place, why you are drawn to a certain piece of art. It's because you can feel the energetics of that subliminally. 
just like I was talking about the McDonald's hamburger versus the smoothie. Like you, your body, your body can pick up on that sensory perception, extrasensory perception of how and what energy that thing is emanating. And if we want to move into a higher state of being where we're more surrounded by beautiful things, we take pleasure in our world, we take pleasure in nature and see everything that it gives us. That's how we start unlocking a whole new level of abundance and not just seeing it as, oh, I have loads of stuff or I work really hard and I've got this really amazing high job that I work really hard for. Or I uh, have loads of money in my bank account because all those things, they are, they are what my friend said in, in a group chat that I'm in. She said they're empty holograms. They're like very distant markers of what's actually real and true to our actual worth. And I think it's time to start seeing the creative essence within us as being worthy. It's not just something that you put on the sideline. It's not just something you cast aside and think that it's not important. It's not something you just dismiss as feeling like no one's going to care about this. No one's going to, no one wants to read the poem that I've written. No one wants to take this online course that I really want to make. Because truth be told, people want, we need, we need art. We need to feel pleasure in that way. We need it. I feel like it's a human need. Just, I think nature is a human need. Like to be in the energetics of nature. I think that's a human need. Because it offers us this kind of nourishment that we can't really explain. Because if you were just a drone in this world, just a drone in this world and you had no capacity to feel anything, you didn't know how to, to even feel your feelings, let alone transform them into this creation. God, we'd be living such machine-like lives. And in this new paradigm, that's just not a thing anymore. And I, I really do feel like art has the capacity to change people's lives. When you are connected to your sacral chakra so much that you are creating things all the time, you're taking inspiration from your life and you're making it into something that other people can enjoy too, do you know how meaningful that is? Do you know how much purpose that adds into your life? I do because this is what I do. This is what I'm devoting my life to. I want to be in a constant mode of creation. I want to be inculcating my experiences from life and transforming them into something that is colourful, is vibrant, that can be received and felt by other people. That gives me meaning in life. That's why I'm a light artist. Because I see the value in that. I refuse to believe, and I invite you to refuse to believe that you can't make money with art. We are going to start really valuing, instead of valuing the material, more the more materialistic things or markers of success that are like more based in 3D things like money. I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just, again, saying that there's another side that we need to see about how we are measuring success. 
and how we are measuring the worth of creativity. Because we're going to start valuing high-frequency goods in a way we never have before. What do I mean by this? We're going to start seeing way more people investing in retreats, online inner work programs, creativity programs. We're going to start seeing people wanting to teach creativity more, just as I am doing. We're going to start seeing people really wanting to invest in beautiful things and investing in art. We're going to start seeing art having a compensation rather than this thing that's just like not like a negotiable thing like, oh, maybe I want to pay for this, maybe I don't. I think people are really going to see that actually I want that beautiful thing into my life. And the reason I, I say it is kind of like a deepening interest in high frequency goods is because we're moving away from more more surface level superficial levels of pleasure we're moving into how can i actually evolve in my life how can i actually see my evolution and my energy as my currency rather than your currency and your worth being in how much money you have or what you own. We're gonna be really seeing an increasing importance and emphasis on who am I being? Who am I being? How creative am I being? How much am I contributing as an artist? And seeing that as a new marker of our value, like measuring ourselves not even measuring our worth because I don't think that our worth is just something that's not even up for discussion it's already inherent but seeing it as kind of an emphasis on who am I being in this world and what can I invest in that's it what can I invest in to be investing in myself not just these external markers of what I think I need in my life but how can I invest in myself how can I invest in my energy which is why high frequency goods things that were created with conscious intention things that were created with light things that were created with a loving consciousness like when we pour our heart into our art, we're gonna start wanting to invest in these things more, like the inner work courses that I was talking about, or high-frequency high music. We're gonna see a huge surge in that because I can already see it gaining momentum, this more conscious paradigm where we're more interested in the things that you can't see remember what I was saying in the beginning is we place so much emphasis on the things that we can see like the amount of money we can see in the, our bank account how much work we can see that we've done how productive we, we, we are and how much we can see that in our physical reality we're gonna be moving into really loving on and prioritizing the things that you can't see the dimensions that you can't see which is for example how much happiness you're exuding how much you're growing as an individual, how much you're allowing yourself to blossom as an artist. These are the things that are starting to become more important because success to me is being able and seeing that I have pushed, pushed past my 
limitations of self-consciousness or doubt and really feeling afterwards like I feel more reconnected to my personal power because I did that, because I had that, I had that evolution, I had that expansion. And that's more of a qualitative way of measuring our lives rather than a quantitative way of measuring our lives and our worth. We are kind of cancelling measuring our worth quantitatively through numbers or likes or whatever, followers or money. And seeing ourselves more as the quality of our consciousness. The quality of how much you're growing every day, how much you're learning every day. Which is why there'll be an increase in the, the significance and the compensation for high frequency goods. Because that £1,000 that I spent on that course, by the way, for example, or the course that I just recently invested in that was like £600, priceless. Fucking priceless. If we really think about how these things have the capacity to change our lives, to revolutionise the way that we see our thoughts, to revolutionise the way that we see ourselves, to actually activate our inner greatness, if we see that these things actually offer that, that's invaluable because the most important thing in your life is the quality of your everyday lived experience. It's not to do with how much money you have, it's not to do what you, with what you have and what you own, it's to do with how connected do I feel to my inner happiness how much of my happiness is conditional on what I have or what I've accomplished. We are cancelling that and moving into something that goes way, way deeper, that is closer to the truth because the truth will always prevail. We're starting to see past all of that illusion now. And the light artists are the ones who are going to deliver those high frequency goods. If you resonate with that, you're meant to be here, you're meant to be creating, you're meant to be putting your work out into the world and sharing it and shining that light, letting it illuminate people's hearts. So beautiful. So, so beautiful. So I invite you to begin to value non-physical goods more than ever. The podcasts, the, the courses, tarot readings, ebooks, meditations, hypnosis tapes, these things literally change and transform the quality of our everyday lives, which is invaluable, absolutely invaluable. And I'm gonna finish on these two little, um, these two little activations, affirmation things, which is creating art is lucrative. Creating art is lucrative. Creating art is lucrative and also I allow myself to receive in exchange for my art, creations and intuitive gifts. Because I have a client call soon so I actually need to go, but I think it's really important that we start really seeing, again deeply appreciating just how much it is worth that we have these intuitive gifts or artistic gifts to offer other people and seeing those as deserving compensation. There's all this talk about how, oh, well, if you're spiritual, then like you should offer things for free, like out of love. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, go tell your freaking guy that comes around to fix your washing machine that it should be free because he should do it out of love. Don't confuse being of service with something that needs to be not compensated for. 
because it's it's all energy it's all a form of energy if you give something especially like giving from your intuitive gifts your ability to see into different dimensions or see and in interpret extrasensory messages if you don't see that as being valuable then check yourself and see that that is actually incredibly valuable and you're giving in that moment so of, of course it's natural that because of the laws of the universe that that is returned to you in some way through compensation so that final invitation to all of you up-and-coming light artists people that aspire to become a light artist is to really see what kind of beliefs you hold about your creations and your gifts start seeing them as lucrative start seeing them as valuable it's it's not it's like anything else. If you're good at cooking and you're a chef, that deserves compensation. If you're fixing someone's washing machine, it deserves compensation. There's no question about that because we've been so accustomed to those rules that have been embedded in our matrix. But what hasn't been included in that matrix is valuing and charging for spiritual gifts, services, and creations. And if you wanna offer it for free, go ahead. But also just know that you deserve to have that energy returned to you in some form. Don't deny that, don't push that away because you're doing yourself a disservice. We could talk so much more. But if you wanna work with me one-to-one, -one, as I am a light artistry coach and I help to activate up-and-coming, aspiring creative entrepreneurs to launch their ideas into the world, to launch that business, that product, that service, to start offering your creative spiritual gifts. If you wanna work with me, you can get in touch. All my details are in the description box. I would love to hear from you and I would love to know how this has resonated with you in the comments. Please let me know. Let me know your insights, your takeaways, what your thoughts are. I always love to see people's reflections, especially if I'm introducing things that I haven't spoken about before. Be sure to like the video, subscribe if you'd like to see more from me and you can expect plenty more videos on light artistry, creative entrepreneurship, creativity, all that yummy, pleasurable stuff on my channel now. Thank you so much for being here. I didn't really drink a lot of this smoothie and I hope it's not warm. Mm, it's like getting, getting a little bit lukewarm, but oh well. Thank you for watching, <laughs> bye bye.